0: constructive on, like, outside where activity, like, if you want to take this type of route, Yeah we ain't got, like, we just got, got the basic old algebra stuff like that. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I took I took my trial starting my sophomore year. I was a quiet kid initially, and I was, like, super nervous, but, like, the the uh, instructor, he was a criminal defense attorney. His name is Dorian Murray. So he told me that I could be a witness. So I like acting. So I was like, I was like, I was like, well, shoot, like, you know what I'm saying? So if I, I can get, get an attorney a hard, you know, a hard time, I'm sitting up there like, I'm not answering nothing, you know, being belligerent. I was just having fun. Plead the fifth. Yeah, I was plead the fifth. I would, man, I, I had a good time. And so the next year, all the seniors that were attorneys for the most part, and me and Marlo, we both were on my trial, all the seniors that were attorneys, like they graduated. And Dorian came to me and he was like, it's, t- it's your time now. And I was like, what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Because I was comfortable being, you know, just a witness. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to do all that. I felt like it was, you know what I mean? They all suited and all that stuff, man. I was just trying to just chill, to be honest with you. And so he was like, it's your time now. And I was like, I don't really feel comfortable. I was like, I don't know the law. I don't know the rules. I was like, I feel like I'm going to mess up by trying to speak. And so he was like, you're going to do it. I said, all right. You know, so sometimes you need that 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 strong person that that kind of push you that's coming from a loving place. And he was like, you're going to do it, bro. I did it that first year. I'm talking about the first year that I was, I was I served as the attorney. I won outstanding attorney in every single round, every single round that I participated in. I won outstanding attorney. And then I came back, did it again going into the next year. That's when I knew that I was like, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? I'll be honest with you, it just came easy to me. It wasn't something, and that's how you know what your thing is. Like you know, you like it's something that just it naturally just flows. It ain't nothing you gotta think about, it, and you like doing it. Like I can do it, I do it, and I, I want to get paid. Now hold on, but I can do it and I get paid. You feel me? And that's how you really know if you're passionate about whatever it is. So uh, to make a long story short, from there I was like, let me go to college, okay? So I was like, man, I'm gonna chew with college. Because I, I, got, I got like accepted into Morehouse. So initially, I was going to go to Morehouse. I be like, oh, <laughs> I, like, I had got accepted. I was like, man, I'm going to go to Morehouse. More I wasn't trying to throw me the bag. I was like, no, sir. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I had to make an economical decision for me. I was like, man, and then then a whole, like, all, all male thing. I was like, at that time, I was like, I, I wanted the fraternal aspect of that, but I still just wanted to be, you know, like I said, I didn't really know, but I just wanted to be in a mix, you know what I'm saying? So what I did, I ended up choosing Fort Valley. And so a lot of times people ask me why I chose Fort Valley State University. Well, the main reason is is that I wanted to create like my own legacy. Like I don't want to be a I don't want meet, I'm am my own creative. I don't like being a part of like whatever somebody else got going on. Like I'm, I'm if you if you know me, anybody that knows me, I do my own thing. I don't need no group. I would don't be really. I, I, I would be in a lounge by myself. I would be at dinner by myself and I won't think twice about it, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't like I don't like all that. So I went to Fort Valley, I got into the African American male Initiative, I was in a group with black men, you know, it was a a closed setting. And so I still had the Morehouse effect, but at the same time I was able to create my own lane, right? So then from there, I was like, all right, I know I want to go to law school. Well let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you this, you know, as I'm as I'm wrapping up, I'm gonna transition. So I knew I wanted to go to law school, and so I made sure that my internship and fellowship opportunities aligned with me going to law school. So when I got in and I joined the African-American Male Initiative, I had a mentor named Rashad Robertson, all right? Rashad Robertson Aaron, and Aaron Coleman, all right? These are two individuals that took me under their wing. And this is why I'm telling y'all, like you need, you, you need to be able to identify people that will take you under their wing. They don't want nothing from you. They ain't got nothing to gain from you. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They kicked game to me. Like, they gave me their resumes. They was like, look, we want you to do this program. It was a, it was a pre-law program at Georgia State. I'm talking about they gave me the blueprint. They were like, here's the resume. Here's, here's what my personal statement was. Here's the connection. Here's the relationship. This is what you need to say. So what did I do? Do the resume. Do the personal statement. You know So I'm I just, I just followed the blueprint. And then from there, I got into the program. So then I was able to take it on my own, and then I ended up doing a fellowship in Chicago where I did some research, right? Because if you're interested in going to the law, you definitely need to be familiar with doing case research. You still have to do, um, you have to in, um... Yes. In both? Yes. Yeah, yes. I took, so I'm barred in California, and I'm barred in Georgia, okay? okay. So I'm barred in both stakes, and I, and I'll get to I'll tell y'all a little bit more about that a little bit later. And so from there, again, you have to if you know that this is something that you want to do, I already knew. You need to be aligning with it right now. So what grade y'all in for the most part? Uh, 19, 19. Okay, all right. So nine, ten, eleventh. If you know that you want to go to college, then that means that you need to be situating yourself the way your grades is at a certain place. You need to already start <laughs> developing relationships with certain people that's dean of admissions. You understand what I'm saying? You need to already develop relationships with people who got contacts. You know what I mean? You, so we live in an area now where social media wasn't as big back then, but you can reach out and you can find people. You can get into a certain programs because they're looking for people like us, looking for first generation, looking for blacks. You understand what I'm saying? So as long as you know that you are performing, the main part is starting with the performing. Because, I, I mean, I, school was easy. It was easy for all of us. You know what I mean? But at, the, but at the end of the day, I wasn't doing it you know, to try to impress anybody. I was doing it because I knew I wanted to go to law school. So if you if you take that mindset like, oh yeah, I, do you care about this science project? No. <laughs> but you understand that you have to get it done in order for you to get what you want. Y'all follow me? You got it. Done. Yeah, I bet. So And wrapping up, right? So then I said, okay, I'ma graduate, I'ma go back home, I'ma work, and then I'ma go to law school. That's what I was thinking. Okay. This is what I thought. I thought it was, I thought it was in a bag. I feel like I feel like I had nothing to worry about. Man, I graduated I graduated laude. You know, I played I played for my fraternity. Man, I got back home, man. Man, it was a different environment, man. Me and my Dukes, it did not work. I'm, I'm telling y'all that right now. Y'all would like to go through that, but it was like you can't have two two alpha dominated personalities in a household. I've been running. I've been. You know you you know what I'm saying. You had that. What's that? That sort of that movie ATL. You know what I mean. I've been. You know what I mean. You just getting around. You know what I'm saying. I I was I was running my own life. So, to have my parents try to come and micromanage me and tell me when I need to be in the house, I'm no, like, no, no. yeah, I'm like, I'm
0: no, like, oh, like oh, bro, man, you feel me? I'm
1: like, man, hold I no, no, man. So, what ended up happening, I ended up getting kicked out the house. All right? I got kicked out. My partner came, my partner from high school came and picked me up. I had my stuff in two black trash bags. You feel me? I had two black trash bags with all my stuff, right? Now, no, no, I was working at her job. So, now I ain't got no job no more. Oh, you feel me? So this is this is really after I graduated. This is really the makings of me becoming a man. Yeah. You see, I ain't got no job no more. She took my car. I ain't got no car no more. This the bottom. This the bottom right here. You feel me? This the grind. So I'm like, oh. man. And I had just I had just submitted my application to Howard to go to get into their law school. So I was like, man, I ain't know where I was gonna go, I ain't know what I was gonna do. Man, when I tell you, my partner, he came and picked me up, you know, he had the little van, we had a little hoop ride, a little minivan, you know what I'm saying? You know, it was no hood caps, you feel me? Man, He, I went up to his house, I'm staying on the couch, you know, day to day, and I remember I got less than $20 in my pocket at that time, bro, you know what I mean? I ain't had no money, bro. So what I did was, I checked the mail back at the house, and I realized I got accepted in the Howard. Oh, yeah. You hey, feel me? So I was like, I ain't even tell nobody. I just held it to myself. What's that call? Yeah, bro. I I'm was like, I'm like, bro, I'm quiet. I'm quiet right now, bro. I'm quiet. So when I got accepted in the Howard, I still had $20 in my account. Me and my mama went talking. You feel me? And I ain't feel comfortable talking to nobody in the family. I'm like, man, I don't know. No, my, my mind, I was just like, man, I don't even want to. Y'all not going to understand? Y'all going to try to talk, calm me down? No. Now, I say what I said. It's love, though. It's love. But it's like you over here. So the makings of the man. So fast forward, with this $20, I got accepted into a pre-law preparatory institute. Alright? This pre-law preparatory institute required me to have at least $2,500 to get in. Okay? That $2,500, I'm going to tell you what I did. I suited up I typed a letter in the library. It was a library down the street. It wasn't in Atlanta. It was in Morrow. All right. <laughs> I typed. I typed up a letter and I and I wrote down that I got into the program and that I just needed money. Man, I went to Walmart. I kid you not, bro. I was suited. I was clean. I had the envelope, bro. I had graduated summa cum laude. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking that black folks about to ride with me. My people gonna ride with you. You feel me? So I'm like, I'm going into it. I'm thinking like, we everything good. It's gonna be quick, I'm quick come up. Man, them black people looking at me like I was crazy Coming in there Asking them for money, man And you know how The same way that y'all Be looking at homeless people Sometimes when they be Asking for money And you be like Looking at them funny You never know Like I, I never thought That somebody that Graduated from cum laude Would have to go Ask for handouts You understand what I'm saying But that's just the reality Of the situation Of where I was In the immediate Of the, the need That I You know what I mean I had to put my pride To the side So I get in there, man I'm asking, bro I could I stayed in there For at least eight hours, bro Going around, talking to black people, giving them envelopes, giving them a spill. Hey, I did such and such and such and such. All right, I'll take a look at it. I right, get that to you. Can I get a dollar? You mind just donate? I promise you. I was showing them everything, bro. They didn't care. I took it to one white woman. And this is what this is what started to break my mind about like, it's like always black versus white. Yeah, it's not. It's not always like that. It's about like who has mutual interests aligned. You know what I mean? Because again, I went to an HBCU, so sometimes in my mind I was like, Nah, it's black. Nah, it's my people. We. You know what I mean? We. We right here. No, it be your own. Yeah, I just. just man, it's yeah, it be. Black people on black people. It it, it's, it's your own. It's your own. So so long story short, this white lady man. She re- she took she took a look at the letter. She was with her daughter. She took a look at the letter. She opened it up. She just got quiet for a minute, for like thirty seconds. Cause I didn't think she was gonna. Cry. like, I ain't She gonna write this. All. She's not no white person. She looked at, reached on her purse, gave me twenty dollars. Bro, I started crying. I kid you not, bro. On oh God, bro, I started crying, bro. Cause it was like I had asked so many black people, bro, and I had this whole pre like this whole perception in my mind that my people was gonna be the ones. To get me, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's a random white woman. It just, it, it messed my mind up at that time, bro. And it was like, bro, that was the only $20, bro, that I had, bro. And I was like, I was so thankful, bro. I heard that lady, man. I was just like, man, I appreciate you so much. Next thing I know, I put a, I put a GoFundMe out on the, um, on Facebook. People just started pouring into it, bro. I took that, got on the bus, went to Howard, went to DC. Got to Howard in my apartment, was living. No furniture, no bed frame, no mattress. I had my two black trash bags, my alpha blanket, and that's it. But I had my own apartment, man. And so from there, that's where I built in, like I said, and then from there, you know, I'll get to my later story just telling you about like me and my corporate practice, but I just want y'all to understand the process and the necessity of faith. You feel me? Like I didn't, you know, I, I didn't fold. When the situation happened, I'm like, well, I'm gonna figure this out. And so y'all gonna figure something. Y'all gonna come to the same situation. Y'all probably run into it, you know, with your mom. You know, with your dad, whatever the situation may be. But just keep stay humble, you know what I mean? And stay and stay grinding. I ain't never lose sight. So I'm gonna just get y'all that story first and then we'll come back and tell you a little bit more. But that's just a little bit more about how I got to be, how I got to be an attorney. Okay. All right. Go ahead,
2: Jay.
1: Right, Cooking. Uh, oh you got uh, go go a question
2: Go <laughs> ahead what, what, <laughs> what the Warriors thing What the Warriors Oh we got to get to that later What's up You, what you want to know what <laughs> I got going on Alright bet, <laughs> bet 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 So I'm from Atlanta Dobby Road I'm at the borderline though Bobby Dobby Road Old Town Villa That's who, where I started from Then we just kind of moved From this hood to that hood Hunters Bay The Seasons I don't think y'all know about None of that then up at Morrow. I went to Riverdale High School first, and then we moved. I went to Morrow. met these guys. We graduated top 10%. We actually met because key we was like competitors in a sense. Because <laughs> in that school, it weren't really many black boys in the top 10%. So we figuring out who this, who that, who ahead of me, what's his GPA? And then we like, oh, bad. And, but we already knew each other, but we didn't know we was just as smart as each other. So it was just a funny dynamics of how that worked because he was in the band. Me and him, uh, both our uh, high school lovers, was best friends. And that's how me and bro met. So it was just a whole dynamic. Mock trial. Then he broke, tried out for the swimming team. I was swim captain. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were game, but didn't really know it for real. So then from there, um, I talked to my... I didn't know if I wanted to go to college or the military or do anything for real. I just knew I was good at anything that I, I touched, for real. It didn't matter what it was. So I went to go talk to our, our counselor. Was uh who was it, Mr. Muhammad? Yeah, Mr. Muhammad. And he was like, oh, well, you, this your GPA, you got a 3.8. I'm like, bet. He's like, you can go this route, you go the military route. I was like, well, I want to go to Marhouse. He was like, okay, how you going to pay for Marhouse? i like, shit, I don't know, you tell me. And he was like, uh, well, you go to the military, you know, they pay for your school, you do this and that, and that route. I was like, bet. I was like, I want to go to the reserves, though. So, how the reserve work is you know, you go basic, you come back, you do your weekend, one week in a month, X, Y, and Z. So, I'm talking to the recruiter. At first, I wanted to go to the Marines. And I was like, he was like, nah, if you're going to go to the Marines, you need to go active duty. Reserve is a waste of time. I was like, bet, I'm going go to go Air Force. You know? I'm smart. I took the ASVAB, score high. But I was like, I want to be active, though. I like guns and shit like that. But I want to be knowledgeable to do what I need to do. Yeah. So he was like, "Okay, well, go to the Air Force. You can be an MP. MP is basically military police officer. I was like, all right, bet. Talk to the recruiter, take my ASVAP, I get the job. And my recruiters tell me, oh, yeah, you know, once you sign these papers, they're going to pay for school. I'm like, bet. So I leave. So at this point, graduated 2011. Matter of fact, I wasn't even old enough to sign for myself. So at this point, I'm 17. My mama had to sign for me for the consent for me to go. I waited six months. I was off the basic January 2012. Boom, I go, I get swole, because I was, I was skinny, but I was athletic, but still strong in the sense. So now I'm gaining a I'm little grown man weight, or whatever. I go, get swole, eating every day, working out, basically straight. The only thing I had a problem with was, like, um, the waking up earlier, I couldn't get with it, bro.
0: That's, uh, that's yeah, awesome. I
2: couldn't get with it. Like, for my first two weeks, I was waking up with headaches every morning, bro. And they waking us up at 3, 4, random. You're trying to give you a heart attack, but other than that, it was fun, bro. I like like daring shit like that. I was as a kid, I was always backflipping off the mailbox. You like shit. your adrenaline? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all that you shit. Like so I was I was vibing. So then um, I come back and I, in a sense, kind of faced my first adversity. Was now I want to get in Morehouse. So I'm like, okay, well, my crew to said once I sign these papers, I can go, and then. More of the story, he basically lied. So now I done signed over six years. I'm like, I'm about to come back. I'm about to go to school. I thought I had the plan. But it was like, yeah, you can, we pay for your school, but it's only per credit class. But in my head, I'm thinking I'm getting the GI bill. You know, GI bill is what paid for school. And then they pay you to go to school, depending on how many credits you take. So I'm like, damn. So I'm talking to my mama. We still on good terms. I'm like, hey, mom. Uh, bro said this, that, and the third. I ain't gonna be able to go to school. She's like, so what you gonna do? I said, no, what you gonna do? So basically, when I said that, I mean, I put the I put the ball in her court. You know what I'm saying? So coming from parenthood, how it should be is, you know, your parents supposed to set you up for says college fund. You didn't do that. So now, when I'm talking about what you gonna do, we talking about this Parent Plus loan that you got to sign. So either you gonna want me gone to be successful, you gonna put your faith in me. Or I'm about to sit here and we about to trap it out the crib. So I gave her an ultimatum and she she signed that paper. So she signed the parent plus loan. I go to Morehouse and they're like, oh yeah, your freshman year, you gotta stay. On you gotta stay on campus. I'm like, I ain't got enough of that. I'm like that's dead. <laughs> so I kind of did the same thing like Lodge did. I typed up a letter, suited and booted. I went to go see the deans of freshmen. I hand them the letter I'm like, hey man, I'm like I really want to attend the school. Matter of fact, I, I flexed. I showed up in my uniform. Put on my military uniform, beret, and everything. I'm, <laughs> everything. Go up there. I'm like, hey, sir, I just graduated. I just left basic. I'm trying to go start Morehouse Spring semester. I don't have enough money to stay on campus, but I got enough money to attend class. I live. I'm Atlanta local. I stay down the street. I got a car. Like we, we straight. He was like, all right, well, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm a see You know, it's a requirement. This, that, and the third. So about maybe about a week or two later, they resend me my acceptance. And then, boom, I started spring semester. So then now, at this point, within mock trial, to, to backtrack a little bit, I did mock trial, I think, for the first year. I realized I didn't like reading like that. Like, I liked the whole situation of the lawyer, this, that, and the third, but I ain't like reading like that. So I thought to myself, like, what two subjects are I naturally good at? Science and math. You know what I'm saying? Like, easy. Like, I was a class clown in class, I was a class clown in class, but I always did my work. So first 10 minutes, voodoo, 20 minutes, I'm done. I'm kicking it back on paper, bullshitting. So I'm like science and math. I'm like bet. So within coming to college, I'm like science and math. I'm gonna be a biology major. So boom, I'm studying biology, pre-med. So ideally, so ideally, I'm like okay. But what I want to do with it? I was like okay, I want to be a, a neonatal with premature babies. I'm like nah, that's too much on my heart. I was like, damn, I like sports too. So I'm like, bet, I'm gonna do orthopedic surgeon. I'm gonna deal with hurt players, the therapeutic part, bet. So now I'm going to Morehouse, going to school. By this time I'm still I rolled over into active duty at this point. So now I'm trying to set myself up in a sense where now that I'm active duty, I gotta do my three years and then I can get the you know the full GI bill. So I'm like, I'm thinking ahead of time. So now my mama's paying for my undergrad, but now I'm gonna do my full-time active duty and get my master's and whatever, whatever medical school paid for. So I get into my junior year and I'm already making like 70K, young. I got my own apartment, own car, whatever. Flexed up for real. Cause everybody in college broke but me, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I just bought this new Mustang, little saline edition, stick shift. I'm hitting the garage. I'm everything, I'm flexed up. So I'm like, cool. So then I get to my junior year, I'm like, bro, I really don't want to do it. Because it, it logically didn't make sense to me. Because now if I graduate and I want to like, either do a nurse practitioner route or whatnot, they already make they make 70K. He's like, I'm already making 70K. You get know what I'm saying? why So I'm like, oh man, I don't know what I should do. So then that's when I tapped into the entrepreneurship. So when you was talking about Forex, Forex was the first venture that I, that, I, that I tapped into back in like 2016, 2017. And, like, you know, I was YouTubing everything y'all be doing. We still YouTubing or whatever. I joined a little group, paid my money. I'm like, oh, nah, they finessing. And then um, started that. And then I made some bread from that. And then basically I reinvested it and then to to Airbnb. So that's when Airbnb started up in like 2018, 2019 for Atlanta. And then I started that. Meanwhile, I'm still active duty in the military. So while I'm making this bread and making that bread, now I, I probably seen my first year of six figures probably in 2017. You get what I'm saying? So 2017 come, I'm like, bro, I got this bread. Woo-woo. I buy a new car. I bought like a BMW M3. That made you go on tour. That huh? made you go on tour. No, I ain't going tour. I ain't going to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but it I see, like, like for the military-wise, first tour was I was a military MP, but then I went to like a, a special forces school called uh Phoenix Raven. So with the Phoenix Rating, we went on tour, but it was maybe like two weeks, three weeks. So I done been to Germany. I done been to Europe. I done been to Spain. I done been to like at least 10 countries in Africa. I done been to um, East Africa. Um, I done been, we done been to Puerto Rico. We done been, I've been in a lot of places. So that's the best part in the military. The military was fun. But the only reason I, I just got out 2020, I did my 10 years. But the reason why I got up, because it wasn't like-minded. So once I tapped into the entrepreneurial mindset, the conversations was different. You know, they sitting there, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to retire do my 20 years. I'm like, I don't want to retire. This ain't no bad. Cause I see how y'all struggling, and y'all a husband. This come from a man perspective. Y'all a husband, and you making this 65000 75000 trying to feed your wife and kids, and you barely making it. And I'm single, no kids, and this ain't enough for me. So I need to figure out another way because I just can't be sitting around waiting up to get ranked up. Whenever they say same, I can get they ranked said up, seventy
0: a year, yeah, give a hard time, yeah. But how much you like? So
2: that's, so that's, that's like what? That's like after taxes, it's like five. Most of a month.
0: Most, most <clears throat> them were living around. Hmm. But most of them were living around like that. Like you knew it any of them? Like you had a partner that was like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Where
0: Where you say he, he going to?
2: I mean, they was taking maybe like five k a month. Bro.
0: See, nah. Cause I can't do that. I'm trying to just buy me a house. You to, know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. They're going to ask you, like, they're going to be like, put down 50 rats on the house.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made mean, 50 rats this year. I ain't going to be out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's what it was. <laughs> I can't be like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't trying to be the one. And that's what it was, bro. So, like, on the back end of it, we wasn't like-minded. So, I just to have the conversations. And, and um... Yeah, I was like, yeah, I got to get out. So I got out. I started Airbnb right. I made six figures from Airbnb my first year, plus that check. So now I hit like 150 So I I stacked up. I saved the whole Airbnb.
1: Uh
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught caught the wave before Atlanta came and shut it down, added regulations, stuff like that. So then from that point... Um, I got out of the military and I was just kind of living off my savings in a sense for like two years but I was still trying to figure out I was doing the Forex. but I was on another route though I'm talking about automation EA robot type shit you get what I'm saying I don't even know what that is but basically I click a button and that shit just make the money for me type shit and um, and then currently now I do uh, private security with uh, Quick Trip so y'all know Quick Trip the gas station they got security now and they just started it up in uh, June and um just get my feet wet. I might just be there a year. But they was paying well, bro. That's paying thirty five hour plus overtime. That's gross like like one oh two. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm in and I'm in there and I'm in there, and I'm in there like chilling I five family.
0: hours, they look twelve <laughs> hours. I made me, I'm ten three hundred. Yeah. Me, 300. yeah.
2: 300.
0: But that's, that's just a little
2: backstory, but we can follow up on the entrepreneur too. Y'all got y'all got some questions? Um
0: I
1: got
2: one. Thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um,
0: so, bro. bro. Do you like okay so he on the type like he wanna be into his job, like he got he gotta get his feet wet. the job. Mm-hmm. He on the type like I wanna make my money work for me. Yeah. Um, so, I I'm the type of person like I wanna do I'll be like, even if I got me on some else bro, I gotta work me a job. I can't get lazy. You ain't I'm gotta so. get lazy, bro. You just gotta stay busy. Stay busy, that's all. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't I'm, a, I'm an Intuit person I ain't gonna
2: buy it I mean right. you can be into it, but it's all about evolution bro yeah you right you know what I'm saying you are gonna always start from the bottom but once you get to another start another business bro that's what makes music. you a genius bro how to create a business sell the business and start from another one and do it again and do it again and do it again
1: and do it again Yeah, and then then to add to that, I think it's important to understand systems, ebbs, and flows, so um, we're going to get ready to pass it to Jay, but I I just want to make sure that y'all are, you know, thinking like this. So, for example, in the work that I do, I work with a lot of companies. I work with entrepreneurs, I work with creators, I work with a lot of artists, right? But in the same vein, I have systems in place to where I'm not the only person doing the work. You see, so I, 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 work with, I work with independent contractor attorneys where I'm able to hire out the work, right? And then I have a company that will take my phone calls, so then I'm not the only person that has to pick up the phone calls. I got a person that will schedule my calendar, so then I don't have to worry about doing a calendar. I got So you gotta have systems in place that allow you to streamline with efficiency, right? So that you can optimize your time. And so now I'm able to think, okay, how do, I want, how do I see the vision for my firm? Because the vision for my firm is, is, is on a whole other level than what's ever been done. You see what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that y'all are thinking like that. And even going into the entrepreneurship route, I also own a retail store. And so because of that retail store, you have to know how to work with employees. You understand what I mean? Because it's not always just going to be on you specifically, you as an individual. And that's something that we as African Americans, I think we kind of get stuck in because if you look at the data, a lot of us form single member LLCs or sole proprietorships. That's the primary business entity that we form. But we have to get to a collective, to where we got corporations, right? And you understand the reason why you need to have 50 employees so you can have certain fringe benefits. You understand what I'm saying? So I just I want y'all I want y'all to be thinking about that in the evolution of your business model, whatever your company is, whatever your firm is. You're not just the one person that's working. You got people that work with you and for you. All right, Jay. Mm-hmm. Y'all set the tone. <laughs> all right, uh right, second time. I'm gonna keep it short. Oh man, but it's tough. uh 2011, I graduated with these guys as they said, but it's funny how they didn't mention the fact that uh, I was the highest ranked in, amongst them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, they, they kept that. They kept that to the side. When Low was somebody he was competing with well, who he really was competing with. That's the that's a real question. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I graduated from <coughs> Morrow 2011. But I was I was born and raised in College Park, so I was about six, and then we moved to Morrow, and then I was there. Um, My pops, well, my moms, I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. My moms kicked my pops out when I was 14. And during that time, that's when I was a freshman in high school. So during that time, I was playing football. So football was my sport. So I was playing football, and I needed an outlet because I was beefing with oh, my oh, dad. What's oh, up? oh,
0: dang, I do see. That went to another thing. I was gonna say, ninth grade, yeah, and everything. I was like, you're doing sports there. I, I was
1: gonna ask you at that time, did you feel like you need your dad? But you said you beefed with you. We better get to that, we better get to that part. So, Pops got kicked out when I was in ninth, ninth grade, I was playing ball, and I was beefing with him, which led to why he got kicked out. But that's for another story. And I needed an outlet, so I started writing in my journal. I had a journal. Mom, my mom was getting worried about me. She was like, Uh, you always mad, you always walking around, you by yourself, you always wear a lot of black you know what I'm saying, I used to wear, I still wear black to this day, it's not my favorite color, I'm wearing it today but um, she's like you used to always be by yourself, I used to be worried about you you need, to, you need to write and so when I was 14, November 21st, 2007, I started writing I just talked about how I felt to myself about my pops, about my situation, what I wanted and then um, after my sophomore year, after 10th grade, I stopped playing football, why did I do that? Because I was still beefing my pops, and I wanted to sort of do away with him. I wanted to be independent. So, you know, like, so, so that's like, how he got you into. Yeah, he, he, put, me in, like, he put me in football. And if I'm, grade, still, like, I'm still knowing this, I'm still got like, some type of connection, exactly. some type of pull. Exactly, exactly. I wanted to be independent. I want to be my own man. So I was what? like, I'm going to stop playing ball. Go ahead.
2: I got a question, though. What's up? I get that he put you into
0: football, but at the same time, what you just stopped doing, you ain't like it no more. Just because I was beefing. It was
1: sort of kind of both. All, you know, you know how it is when you're in school. You feel like um, was it your own thing? You feel like everybody or everyone is like sort of telling you what, where you need to do, what you know you need to be, yeah. and you're trying to figure out where you want to go. Yeah. So when you got all these, you got all these voices. You got your parents. You got the teachers. You got this, that, and the third. You like, what is it I want? And so. When I stopped playing ball, it was because partly it was like, I would give you three different answers, but it all is the same least least the same decision of me stopping. One, I want to be done with my dad and I wanted to separate from him and do my own thing. He was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to focus on school. I already had like a three, four, like, so like a B average. So I was like, OK, I'm going to use this and get a scholarship. He didn't believe me. So I was like, all right, well, I'm really going to leave football now because you're didn't, you you're not believing in me making my own decisions. Yeah, so, so I was like, all right, cool. Two, you know, the coaches, man, it was – starting to see I don't know if y'all pay attention to that, but you see how coaches or people around you, they see that you actually are good. They're going to start using you and start leeching off of you. You know what, you know what I'm right? saying? And so our team wasn't really good like that, but mm-hmm. – <laughs> but I was like going into the junior year where I was going to be starting in varsity. So the, the look was like, yo, we're going to be the team. We actually can do something. And I was like, nah, I'm straight man. Cause again, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to what everybody else is telling me to do instead of what I want to do. So I was like, nah, I'm going to just do my own thing. And I just focused on the Bless books. You. Bless you. Thank you. Um, I just focused on the books and when we focused on the books, Led me, to be, led me to be ranked number four. So you know you have the salutatorian, the valedictorian. So you yeah, have valedictorians number one, salutatorians number two. I was four. So Let's start student? Yeah. That was, nah, that's like top ten uh, percent. Yeah, top ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But for me, I was I was top. I was top one. Dang, he tells it. Like, he for you. You know what I'm like. saying?
1: So I went ahead and was like, let me go ahead and use that. And when I graduated, I went to Georgia State because it was the cheapest. They were paying for it. I had Hope Scholarships. So look into the things that Georgia, as the state of Georgia, offers students for being a resident. You know what I'm saying? Like, based on your attendance, based on your grades, you can get free money, plus the Pell Grant, the Federal Pell Grant. I put those two together, and that's how I paid for myself to go to Georgia State. So, you know what I'm saying? You won't have to necessarily put yourself in a position where you feel like you have to take out a loan or you feel like you have to ask people for money. You actually can see how the system is actually offering it and use that to your advantage too. You know what I'm saying? So do y'all research, see what the government offers, and there is something out there for y'all Um anyway, So I went to Georgia State, did that, and I felt like it was time for me to leave Atlanta. It was time. So I went ahead and applied for my master's, my number one school was NYU, New York University. I, as soon as I got accepted, I I have submitted my deposit and and was gone. But the funniest thing though is that NYU costs forty thousand a semester, right? So how am I gonna pay for that? I ain't, in, I ain't in I ain't in Georgia now. I'm in New York, so I don't have no grants. I don't have nothing like that to really support me to pay forty thousand dollars a semester. So I had a I just started um, just getting my hustle on during that summer, man, during that summer before I had to leave. And then I ran into somebody, I was working at Banana Republic at Lenox. I worked at Banana Republic at Lenox. I was trying to get overtime, work overnights. And I ran into a brother, I ran into a black dude. He was like, "Um, so what you doing? I'm like, well, I just graduated school. I'm about to go to NYU. He was all like, give me a call. And that call turned into him donating to pay for my tuition my first year so sometimes it's about it's about you just being in the right place at the right time being professional being punctual and again knowing what you want and speaking to what you want and so that was like the the launch point for me to go to nyu did that um but <laughs> Like Lo Lohan said earlier, man, when you go to school, you are broke, man. You ain't making that money, man. You just, you just chasing the dream for real. And so when I left NYU at 2017, I was pretty, pretty much getting tired of school, too. You know what I'm saying? I, I, was, I was burnt out. Um, and I went into education. And I went into high school. I went into high school and I started teaching financial literacy. And I was helping young boys like yourselves go to college and go to community school, go to military, go to this, go to whatever route y'all wanted to take. As a college counselor, I was helping, I was there, I was being the very person I wanted to be when I was in high school. So I did that for four years. And I didn't feel like, um, I didn't feel like that was enough for me either. Because at the end of the day, in the back of my mind, I still had that that thought, that, that challenge my dad had gave me when I was 14, like, to see how far am I going to take this. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take it further, so... I applied for my doctorate, and I wanted to come back to the crib, and I went to Georgia State, so I applied for my doctorate and went back to Georgia State, (laughs) um, it's crazy how this is playing right now, but, um, Uh, uh, but yeah, I ended up coming back to the crib, and, um, going back to school, but what I learned while I'm back in school right now as an as a older man is that you really can make it make the life you want, this is what these gentlemen are telling me, you know, what all of us are saying, like, there's no one trick pony to you get into where you want to be you just gotta be sure about where you want to be and as a black man, you have to be sure more than anybody, because if you're not, you're susceptible to whatever's out there you're susceptible to the streets. You're susceptible to your family or whomever else telling you what to do. If you define it for yourself and have faith in yourself, more than anything, entrepreneurship, football, whatever y'all want to do, go to college, whatever y'all can do, ask questions. And don't be afraid to ask questions. And don't be afraid to bear on yourself. If you say you're a millionaire, you got a wealthy mindset, then a wealthy man is busy. And a wealthy man, just not in regards to finances, it's also mindset too. So once y'all tap into that, y'all be straight, y'all be more than fine. Y'all be more than fine, you know what I'm saying? Let, let us be a testament to that. And I look forward to building with y'all in the future. Again, continue to build. You know what I'm saying? i gonna give you three tangible things. Three tangible things, all right? All right? Y'all say all right? all right? All right? All right. Number one, always begin with the end in mind. Always begin with the end in mind. Number two, never allow someone's opinion of you to become your reality. Number two, never allow someone's opinion of you to become your reality. And number three, you are the answer. I want to make sure y'all hear something tangible So y'all hope y'all, y'all heard different stories Different backgrounds Different ways, different journeys First generation, issues with moms Issues with pops And it didn't stop It, it never stops you know, We don't get second chances You got one chance Because you are the answer all right? So we, we like to make ourselves accessible and tangible So anything that you all you all have to share uh, You want to have some type of advice Or whatever, we, we are open go for a game. <laughs> All right, so i to talk to you about uh, um, 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 So, like, I already got, like, a little club break right? like, what made you want to club? So, like, Is it not an ATS or something. But what made you want to, like, you know, like, go from that?
2: From that to Mm -hmm. So in a sense like What you say with the clothing brand It's all about Branding yourself So like your clothing brand Ideally your ideal goal should be a lifestyle You get what I'm saying So right right now you might just be doing sweats And shirts But you can turn that shit to yoga now you can do tights, you can turn that, you can create a woman brand. You all, you only male right now, right? Yeah. So you still got to type into women. Yeah. You still can type into kids. And then they, now we talking about different little gears as far as like iPhone cases. Um, um, you, you know what I'm saying? So you basically, yo, because yeah. ideally the best brand is Nike, right? Yeah. So, how I be thinking about when I type in different business minds or different businesses, I look for the best. So, for you with clothing, Nike is your competitor, bro. So, you want to do everything with Nike, do but in your own way, and that's basically your blueprint, and that's how you keep growing. You know what I'm saying? I, I
0: this for y'all. Um, so, it seemed like everybody, like right here, y'all was focused on school, no? See. Me, I'm like, oh, I'm with the money. Okay, how my mindset is, man. I get it because I still you with the problems and shit. And you, I ain't this on that five. I, I work at Sit Flash. I work, I got three different types of hustles. So like I sell snacks at school. I be having like ten dollars and stuff like that. Boom. But it be like, I ain't frozen on school. i okay? I gotta have this amount of money for this, that, this, that. Right now, and I'm trying to. I mean, right now, like, for the future, like, I'm, t- I'm trying to invest in business, my goals, have studios, shit, like, because right. I like, the scene with music and everything, so I'm going to take on everything, music, I of camera, crews, studios, all that, like, whatever artists need, you come to the Lord, like, yeah, yeah, for real, so.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's crazy, it'd just be, talking about that.
0: It be like, it be like, how can I, how can I put my all uh, into Making all types of money, but I gotta stay in school. I gotta stay focused in school. I be having like I said, I got problems with folks. I be having problems with folks and all of that too. I ain't my parts, He on, My parts be on like he want to make me, but he 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 will fund me all the way. But he want to be able to say, "Oh, I made my son." Like is that is that? No, I ain't with that. Cause I'm my I man. I'm gonna be my own man in the, the day. So be like I can fund myself. I'm taking him. I'm, I ain't scared of do nothing. So I'm gonna try to get my money. I'm trying to see how, like, y'all say, y'all focus on school, but when y'all got into a position, like, I want to go to this school, go to that school, that school, y'all, all had, y'all had to grab funds,
1: mm. y'all
0: had to get the funds. Yeah. I ain't trying to be in that position, but I ain't trying to be in a position like, oh, I ain't got my diploma. I'm just like one of these other niggas, like, I ain't got my diploma. Or oh, I don't want to be like these rapping niggas. Ain't got my diploma, but I rich. Hell no! Nah, I want to be nigga be like. like nah, nigga nah, I want to be. Nah. Nah, I got four. I want to come out a bit three point five GPA. Goddamn, oh it's top 10. I want I really want to be better valedictorian, but I know i will be like. I gotta be like top 10 or something. Yeah. Like I want to have me a good legacy, and I don't care how nobody look at me. I don't care about myself and what I got for my kids. Like I want kids to Yeah, my dad was a body man. The principles I want to have, you want to be I, exact I, y'all, yeah. your morals lined up and all that. You ain't gotta be me, but yeah, I want these. I set the talk. i something. That's a good reputation. So, so uh, my question is, how how could if you could do it all? How would you balance it to set up your funds for the future,
1: but mm-hmm. also keep your school aligned That's with your, well, your well, education? Well, 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 what I heard was different elements of education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to educate yourself on your hustle so you can be, like to Lowe's point, like you're trying, you're trying to not necessarily corner the market, but you are trying to be that go-to. You want to be that that all encompassing, all-in-one service, I'm, right? I want to be the eight-ball. So, in regards to that, you have to educate yourself in those endeavors. You have to educate yourself and learn about how these, how those systems work, how those, you know, areas in your hustle work. But you also have to. Pay your dues, you know what I'm saying so with you being in school, you being in high school and you want to finish and you don't want to be a dropout or you don't want to shortchange that, you have to find ways to what Porter has said earlier, you have to optimize your time, meaning you have to be a little bit more organized with your time management <laughs> and you will be able to cover all those bases but you will have to hold yourself accountable to that, you know what I'm saying so if you're saying you want to finish school, cool if you're saying you want to have this hustle and you want to make this the best thing, and then you wanna let that branch over to that, you have to understand and learn and educate yourself on both games. And then use that to your advantage. Cause like, all three of us, we graduated school and all the other stuff, but we did it all three different ways. We all had, we used our relationships to help us through this class, or we just knew that, like for instance, I got a presentation right after this. Yeah, yeah. I did that, I drew up that presentation in a day, right? Now, I knew that it was going to work, because after all this time, after all these years of me doing this over and over and over again, being in class and knowing the teachers and all that other stuff, it gets to a point where you just know what you got to do. So you just do it. You know what I'm saying? And then once it's done, and that's out the way, you can get to your hustles. But you have to create that discipline, and you have to hold yourself accountable. So if you're saying you got to get school out the way, all right, then what is the best ways for you to make sure that you don't put... You don't. I'm gonna say waste. <clears throat> You don't use all of your energy, and you don't put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to your energy. You still want to have enough energy to put towards your hustle. You still want to have enough energy to manage all the things you can't control. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it comes back to you having to take accountability and know that you have to get it your own way, but you have to also be responsible with all these things. You know what I'm saying? And constantly be a, constantly be involved in the things you got to learn. And then I'll I'll quickly add number one like with my personality bro I go all in like I don't I don't micromanage I don't do multiple things at one time and everybody like I will my family knows like when I had when I was studying for the bar and then when I was studying for like law school and my grades I will text them don't call me during this time period. Right? And, I, and I've been that way ever since I was in undergrad. So, to clarify, I want to put numbers behind things because I think that that's, you know, you're talking about money, so I think that that's important. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, yeah, like, yeah I spent eight hours in school. Right. Let me, let me, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. So, for every internship and fellowship that I did in undergrad, uh-huh. I got paid. I, I got paid. I got paid at least two, three, four thousand. I got a whole stipend for that. In terms of when I got to law school at Howard, okay. Initially, initially going back to like my roots, like I had another mentor, Logan Patman. I also remember Alpha Phi Alpha. He was the big bro that was on campus. This man, I I was just gonna just do like some. I was gonna go like on some you know study abroad law type thing, international law, human civil rights. This man looked at me. He said, "Hey, bro." You' too smart for that. You need to you need to do the corporate rap. Like uh, what you talking about, bro? I got this figure out. You know what I'm saying? You know, ego. He's like, no, apply. So what I did, I applied for Microsoft. Okay, I ain't had the best grades. I ain't make I ain't make my first A in law school until my second year. You understand? Like I'm telling you, it was challenging. It was challenging. I ain't, I had I had to learn a new environment, right? So. I'm already going into it like feeling some, like somewhat defeated, but I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to position myself to win. Bro, I got the Microsoft opportunity, bro. I was making thousands of dollars during that eight-week period, and they put me up in a condo in Seattle, Washington, and they gave me a car. You understand what I'm saying? Everything everything was fully paid for. Then I'm going to fast forward. So during, during the actual semester, I was working with Attorney Temple, who was also my mentor, right, human and civil rights lawyer. OK, so he was paying me as well. Then fast forward, going to get into the next year. All right. In terms of now, I'm at Fenwick and West. So I'm getting first year associate money. Let me put context for you. Back then, that's one hundred and ninety K. All right. Right now, it's two hundred and ten. If you focus on school, if you go to Howard, right, if you if you were to go to Howard, and you prioritize like because it, it's a system, it's a process that you gotta be familiar with in order to like truly navigate that in a successful way. And you focus on school, you graduate, you in the, you in that top ten percent, top fifteen percent, top twenty five percent of your class in law school. You know that they come into your firm looking for the best of the blacks. That's that's your strategic advantage. You know that without shadow. What? Yeah. Right now so, it's two ten. So right now it's two ten plus plus a fifteen thousand plus a fifteen thousand dollar bonus. If you, you made make your, it, if it, you it, it, it was, was your one nine, it was
0: still one nine, you'll be making that fifteen last month.
1: Yeah. And so you. But, again, you got to take taxes all this type of yeah, yeah, so by the time, so I stayed, I was in, I was in, I was in, you know, in my mind. Like, my, my 12, mind. 12 um, Yeah, yeah, My my mind automatically goes to the taxes and all that. I right, so, I was if it, now 17, it.
0: 17 for our home, it'll take, like, three reps from you. Yeah, you mm-hmm.
1: know. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, 14 home so <laughs> this man right here, you're always on point but um but yeah man but I, I I wanted to clarify that for you right because I think that's important so y'all can kind of see like yeah like you do have to stay focused on certain things but you if you stay focused on school everything is going to bring this up to you you got to be actively looking I was actively going to conferences I was actively going to career fairs I was actively going to workshops I was actively my right, oh, yeah. you're
0: Seeing you say you, you hear all the stuff you say yeah, yeah. Most we get is a college fair, so. Right, but that,
1: but that,
0: okay, pause. I'm not into college. I'm no. into college, yeah. I just want experience, like because right. I'm a businessman. College, what people, at. I'm trying to get everybody. But that goes back to, but, that, but that goes back to what I was
1: saying earlier. For anybody in here who may second guess or think college may not be the route for you, let me just speak to y'all too. Mm-hmm. Right, again, continue to educate yourself. Exactly. Educating yourself, self education. It's still valuable. You're seeing that. Y'all seeing a lot of hustles out here, a lot of entrepreneurs. Those who graduate, graduated high school, those who dropped out, they still continue to empower themselves to learn about the hustle of whatever venture it is, and they had to go and run with it. So whatever y'all are deciding to do, whatever, whatever venture y'all want to do, please be the expert at it. If y'all saying y'all want to do, do something in music, y'all want to do something in accounting, y'all want to do something with taxes, whatever like that, you have to put yourself in a position to be the best one at it. If it requires college, so be it. If it does not, it requires YouTube University. It requires you going to the library to get some books and checking it out. Dedicate that time as if you were in school. And put yourself in position. You're not. The money is not going to just come to you because you want it. You have to go out there and hustle. You have to go out there and hustle your mind and, and empower yourself mentally first before everything else comes to, comes to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And, if, and we're quick before you ask, ask your question. Let me put that back on you. I ain't have like going back to high school in terms of like the workshops and the career fairs and all those different things. Yeah, that they, they, that was something that somebody told me. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go hunting. You know what I mean? Like the the, the making of the man is in the hunting. It's in the process. So you, if you, if that's something that's truly active to y'all, that y'all want money, bro, you gotta go get it. Nobody about to come tell you, bro. This is what you do, bro. That's not how that works. You have to be in position. And then when you in position and you in pursuit of whatever it is, people going to come. It's going to be attracted to you. You understand what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure y'all know they're going into doing whatever it is that you got. All right, bro. What's your question, man? So like when you talking about the right? Yeah. What so like you got to try stuff to find your real hustle? Right? So if you're doing positive stuff, right? now like, you keep trying that stuff that it ain't working and you find something bad that you're good at? Hmm. Like drugs. Well, Whatever hey, whatever you, you just good or something bad. Mm. You try to find it like you try to find it. You try You, world, 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 world. you, can you can do a lot of wrong, world. you think well, a lot see, of right. This, this, this is what this, this is what somebody told me. This is what somebody told me. Fast money go fast. Yo, fast money go fast, and then and, and while you're in that fast lane. You can easily bear your crash out. I'm dead for real. What, what, so, fat, so, fat, so, fat, so, but think about it, think about it, think about it, though. Think about it, and I'm a level with you. When you when you when you're out here and you're trying to do well it does take more time <laughs> quote unquote it does but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the time equivalence time, All right? <laughs> so, it's so funny Kowalo said this on a uh, million dollars worth of game. He was like 18 seconds got him 20 years So it's like that's. That's real. 18 seconds got him twenty years. So because things ain't moving how you want it to move, because you're doing the right thing and it's positive, that doesn't mean that you're not planting seeds to where it can grow in the long run. The things that we did in high school planted seeds to where we are here today. Yeah, so but at the same token, I can understand. I can understand when you ain't got it and you feel like You don't know what what you're going to eat tonight and stuff like that. You do feel like you got to move with a sense of urgency and your back is against the wall. But that goes back to what I said earlier and what Porter said earlier. Put that ego aside and say you need help. You know what I'm saying? And if it's not from the people that you're supposed to get help from, then find it in the people. Lean on the people who are there to support you. Because Porter gave a lot of people along the way that gave him that bridge that weren't his parents. That wasn't his cousins. That wasn't his brothers. It was people there who saw potential in him. And gave them that opportunity. So sometimes you may have to step outside of your comfort zone and ask for support from people that may not be somebody that you know. And then they will give you that bridge. And then they will give you the opportunities. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead. Oh, he said,
0: blood ain't always thick. Oh, duh. (laughs) But look, let me tell you something. I saw this post on Instagram. They jumped real though. Look, 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 look. He said, mud thicker than blood. That for real, I can have my, let's say me and Bleak been down forever, you know I Me and my I mean, I got a real brother though, and my real brother get into it every day, he feel like, and we get to, he get, but he hang around this nigga and that nigga, he know this nigga that did that to me, but he feel like this, but Bleak like, man, fuck off, that for real, like, bro, I done been, I done had, I done had my cousin, my cousin, I come up to, bro, Tyreek, y'all for him. I come with to Tyreek before I come my cousin, that for real. What's your question? You said I hey, have like having
1: support. <laughs> let me have support on both sides. What like, if you do it not You do. Like you want people who you like, do positive, but at the same time they like, that's you. Let me But that goes back to again, like, if you if you know you have both, because trust me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna keep it as you know in the confines of respect, but my father wasn't perfect, you know what I'm saying? So I I and I saw and I witnessed a lot growing up. So I had that as well as an option. I went, I went, I went back and forth to school by myself. Walked back and forth to school by myself. I was the first one home, the last one to leave by myself. I had plenty of opportunities to cut corners. You get what I'm saying? I did. But I knew in the long run, what's gonna be the consequence if I decide to cut those corners? You know what I'm saying? And because you know, you know right from wrong, but also you have to keep yourself sane to know that by doing well and by doing right it will pay off it just won't be on it just won't be on your time you
2: know what in, i'm saying let me tap in, oh, me tap in. Oh, on some Atlanta shit for real so you got good and bad on both sides right yeah good, bad, just
1: bad. Yeah, yeah
2: i was in your shoe bro i always been around the drugs the money all that shit you know what i'm saying it ain't you know what i'm saying like that shit a flex that shit cool for the, the, the local neighborhood. You get girl, what I'm saying? Cool. But outside of like, outside of like, Gobby or Riverdale, and I come up to like, let's say I go to Sandy Spring, done with it. But they don't know nothing about me, bro. I look like a peasant to them folks. You know what I'm saying? Like how you go from West End to walking in Lenox Mall. You see the difference as far as That's environment? In, yeah. West End Mall? West End oh, Greenbrier. Green whatever. Mall. Green you get what I'm saying? Going to <laughs> Lenox. Like them folks don't know nothing about you, bro. You stranger. So, from the good versus bad, you got to think about long-term. You get what I'm saying? You want a family, you want a wife, or you know what I'm saying, you just want to be playing on your own bachelor shit. But at the end of the day, if you're going to make it there, you're going to have to go with the good because the good is going to equal long-term. Uh, yeah. The bad going to be short, yeah. but it's going to be a quick finesse. But we done man. seen too many niggas that you know, had a quick finesse. A quick finesse lead to the... One man. to two years, and then... Bad, they
0: that's That leads to wealth, like... Wealth is measured by... The time, not exactly, the because exactly. you can have a billion dollars, and then every month you're paying a hundred. years. done. Bro, your wealth is for 10 months. That's it. Yeah. For 10 months. You were, 10, you were wealthy for 10, 10 months. months. Now, that at that 10 months, what you finna do? Oh, you got their card, all that shit getting sold. Gone. Veds took all that shit.
2: Yeah, so you got to
1: stay with the good, bro, because it's, it's the long term. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm going to say that real quick as we wrap up. How you get it and how you lose it. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stat with you, bro. My uncle was in the streets all the time. Dealing with drugs all the time. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, for me personally, he came to me. He came to me when I was just like real young. You know what I'm saying? He looked at me. He was like, "Man, hey, because it's about your character." See, it, it ain't even. See, a lot of times. We think it's so short term on how much we can gain from something rather than looking at what's, what what you stand on. You understand? Because me personally, the reason why I didn't get into drugs, the reason why I didn't get into scheming, the reason why I didn't get into robbing or doing anything related to criminality is because I wanted to be able to come before you and let you know that you can make money without doing it. You don't have to do it. You got a choice. And a lot of times we want to try to pitch it like, nah, man, I got this going on in that situation. You made a decision. Stop blaming it on the system every single time when you know that you had a choice on whether or not you wanted to rob. You had a choice on whether or not you wanted to kill. That was your choice by 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 you being put in that certain position. And so a lot of times, for me personally, for me personally, I look at it as the making of the man. What type of man do I want to be remembered as? In terms of when I look back on how I got here. You understand what I'm saying? And that don't mean that you ain't gonna do some things that you're not proud of. But what that does mean is that you're gonna do everything within your power to be righteous. Because beyond making money, it's about having a spirit of righteousness in whatever it is that you do. You understand? Because God gonna reward those who are proven and true. You understand? So you may go through some adversity. They may, they may, they may, you may get embarrassed. You may be stripped of all your titles, of all your accolades. You may go through some failures. You may get told that you ain't shit. You may get told that it just might happen. But out of all that adversity, bro, I stand. I stand on I stand on my character, bro. That's one thing that nobody, nobody, they may not like me. They may not like how I talk. They may not like something that I said, but nothing. I'm talking about ever since I was a child, nobody can ever say that I was fraudulent. Nobody can ever say that I pretended to be hard because I wanted to be cool. Nobody ever can, can ever say that I was trying to be light because I wanted to be like everybody. I don't give up. I don't. I don't. You understand? So I want y'all to adopt that mentality in terms of just conquering your environment. Start looking at it as just problems, 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 and start looking at it like, well, I'm about to dominate this. No matter what they put me through, boy, well, I'm ready to go through the fire. And then after, after you come out there five, bro, you a diamond, bro. You, you you had that pressure applied, so you prove it. You know what I mean? So you got to prove it to yourself. And not to your mama, not to your daddy, not to some girl. I don't care about none of that, bro. You got to prove it to yourself. So that's the mindset that I want y'all to have as young men. You understand? Me?
0: All right. Can I add on to something? Yeah. So I feel like about just like life in general, it's your book, bro. Life is just a big old book. It's just what you did in your book that defines your chapters. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're going to go through bumps. You're going to go through a lot. But it's about how you overcome it. But what now, you did, oh my about bad, how you now. do things to succeed and, you know, you push mean? through. Let's right. go back to what you're saying. Like, you had your choice. And some don't got to it, let's hmm. say... You always got a choice. Nah, no choice.
1: You always, a choice, you, always. A choice you, you
0: always got a choice. You always got a choice of what you. You always got a choice of what you, what you do. Yeah. But let's say, like people bigger than that, your folks. Let's say, cause let's say your folk kick you out or something. You teenager, they might do it a legal way, sign you out like you mm-hmm. independent person. Cause once you get certain age, they can do that. Boom, you independent person. You sixteen, you can't get as much. Like you can't go get a job that's paying big. You gotta go get one of on these. Size jars ain't gonna pay for no, no. If you a man, if you a boy, you out there by yourself, you that ain't gonna work for you for that long. I'm telling you, like, right. some stuff you gotta do, some, some way you gotta move through, like, some like side hustle. Okay, let's say you sell a drug, you got, because you might take that check, flip, flip bad, flip, keep flipping, flip. You think, like, okay, this job, good for good. I don't even need that no more. Cause you can't survive off of no three hundred dollars a week on you know? that. What? Like, balls, yeah. like balls, balls.
1: you
0: like? <coughs> I'm saying, if you're independent, you you gotta have someone to say, it. have You gotta have, it. have stability, it. bitch. What? Let Come on, go. man. Everything is about yeah. every, everything, everything. And then you gotta go to school eight hours, to eight hours a day. Real real real. You can't.
1: Look, all oh, they look, get. Paid. Look, look, look. Check it out, though. Check it out, though, right? Let's flip it. Let's flip it, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's flip it. Okay. Yeah. You talking about you dollars about three hundred, four hundred dollars, right? Yeah. I bet you saying you don't have nowhere to stay, right? Now, you got a cell phone stay, right? Yeah. All right, so you still got a cell phone, right? All right, so let me ask you this. How many different options have you exhausted in terms of finding alternatives and where you can lay your head? How you I many If also, you hold it, you go hold on, Hold on, hold on, hold on. How, many, how many family members did you contact? How many, how many, how many, uh, how many friends or best friends, or how many uh, teachers or professors, or how many shelters, or how, how many times did you exhaust your options before you made that decision to do the other thing that has a greater risk too? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that everything is everything is going to be pleasant, but what I am saying is you got to weigh the odds. You can't just go and ease route right because it's easy. You understand what I'm saying? And you can make it off less. You can't. I've been in situations where my account was negative, bro. Negative, negative. Negative. But get what though? Get what though? Come on, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. It don't matter. Hey, hey, bro. Real talk. Real talk, bro. Real talk. Bro. You talking to somebody that's been through a lot of shit, bro? That people would never know, and I smile. So what I'm saying is, is that yeah, bro, you it, it may you may not have a lot at that moment in time, but you have a, you have a mind. Well, you the same mind that you're using to do harm, bro, or the same mind that you're using to do some criminality, bro, you can tap it to doing good, bro. And then get what God will bring me a person. You know what I mean? Because I've been doing righteous. So even though I'm going through my times, like in the Book of Job, even though I'm going through my hard times, I know I've been doing righteous. So God will bring me a person that will have an answer. So it may be, it may be a woman that may be in my life. She may be the vessel. At that moment in time. Just exactly what I need. Real talk. It may, it, may, it may be my pops at that moment. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is. A, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's typically a yeah, you woman. Know, yeah, it's it's right. typically a woman. I ain't gonna have to you, no shot, you know. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? appreciate You know what I'm It's typically a woman that comes in. It is. You know what I'm saying? She's a woman. But I'm just saying, bro. You know what I mean? But we got to do this. Yes, so
0: here's what I want to say. First and
2: foremost, may we please give the gentleman, first of all, y'all, really a round of applause.